Oscars last year. Will Smith throwing a right hook. Yeah. Uh, Oscar nominations coming out today. We're going to talk about it with blockbuster Blake Stubbs. Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, John. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, busy day, uh, especially for me. Big movie guy. You know how yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Uh, and it just occurred to me today, <clears throat> I don't know why, thinking about the Oscars, I thought to myself, okay, what day are, what date are, is the telecast? So I looked it up. Who's hosting it? Jimmy Kimmel. And when I saw that, I'm like, wait, it was last year that uh, Chris Rock and uh, got punched. In that yeah. really infamous <laughs> moment that we just played for you on the air, there, whoa, my, how time yeah, flies! And, and the uh, and the time frame of when that broadcast happened was not, uh, I believe, the usual time. It's it's going to be back to its normal scheduled broadcast this year. So while it may feel like it hasn't been a full year, it's because it really hasn't. Uh, right. I guess for us, you know, in in reality, but also. Um, yeah, looking at today's slate of, well, particularly like Best Picture nominees, uh, we've had quite a year of films. Uh, 2022 is a big one. Plus, I, I think it goes without saying it was the year we really did go back to the movies, um, which is quite evident based on a couple of the nominees uh, in the Best Picture category even. So, yeah, it's uh, it feels like it's coming up really quick, especially for somebody like me who, who does watch the Oscars every year, sometimes for laughs. Sometimes, yeah. or yeah. Uh, you know, films that I really do believe deserve recognition. Um, and, and and when I say laughs, I mean sometimes awards that are awarded that I genuinely feel should not have been. But then again, I'm not in the Academy, so what does my opinion matter? But uh, <laughs> I, I do like to weigh in on this stuff every so often because I do love film, and, and yes, I think that uh, absolutely it's worth a little bit of of. Uh, I mean, deliberation might be the word, but um, yeah, this has been an interesting uh, run, at least in the last, I want to say a couple of weeks, because, you know, if, if you're not familiar I, with how all of this works, it it really is awards season. I mean, you're going to have um, the SAG Awards coming up, Directors Guild Awards, Writers Guild, I believe, has some awards. There's We've already had Critics' Choice. We've already had the Golden Globes. Um, the Oscars are just sort of the, and always have been, viewed as the, the, the top of the of the shelf as far as it goes with, with uh, I guess, quality of award or the award that you feel might have the biggest impact on someone's career moving forward. Um, and, and, I mean, yeah, it's, it feels like by the time the Oscars get there, you might feel inundated with awards talk. Uh, and that would be fair. But to be honest, it's a, it's a big star-studded night that oftentimes the, the broadcast can be entertaining, at least in the past uh, they have been. And then um, – you know, I think they're going with a pretty safe option with Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, he has hosted multiple award shows before and uh, has not caused anyone to get out of their seat uh, and <laughs> hit him in the face. But also, um, I, like I said, he's like a safe network option. He yeah. knows how to do yeah. this, and he knows yeah. how to stick to the script. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, come broadcast time, people are going to have their say about how he does. But this is, in a way, old hat for him. Uh, and his and his writers, the people that will write this show with him. So, so well, yeah. Let's, uh, let's mention these nominees. We've got uh, till the bottom of the hour when we're going to uh, join uh, WGN Sports for the Blackhawks. Um, but there is a film that I want to bring up first called Two Leslie. Um, Two Leslie, told, yes. I'm told that you know something about this movie that no one has ever heard of. Well, yeah, so um, 
Two Leslie is an independent film uh, that came out and had sort of a, a big hit last year at Sundance. When I say big hit, I mean there was a singular performance um, from the lead actress, Andrea Riseborough, uh, who, who definitely was, was being talked about. It, it felt like there was buzz, like already, at Sundance last year, which, by the way, Sundance is going on right now. So we are a calendar year removed from when this film really did uh, show up to the world. Um, but it, it really sort of fell off after that. It, it did get a distribution deal. It played the necessary uh, requirements to be considered for the Oscars. You can rent it now for $7, I believe, on Amazon, uh, along with other platforms. But Amazon right. is the one I checked. And the reason I give you all this context is because the movie was essentially forgotten because it didn't really have, uh, there was no financial backing to market an Oscar campaign of any kind. And last week on the 17th was the final day of Academy voting. So on the 15th, suddenly celebrities, and I mean any celebrity, and somebody might have seen that, anybody could have seen this if they follow anyone on Instagram or Twitter, where all of these celebrities were championing Andrea Riseborough's performance as a leading actress candidate for, for Best Actress this year. Right. And the thought was, in the last about 48 hours before they could get this you know, going and, and get her a nomination, would this even work? But I'm, I'm not kidding you, John. Anybody's Instagram story, a tweet, or even a post was all about her. And the... The big thing that, that I think was drawing a lot of people's attention is that the quote that was being um, circulated around with all the, the posters or, or posts and, of photos of her came from Kate Winslet, who was essentially saying that the performance that she gives in this film, which, yes, not many people saw, right. is one of the greatest performances Winslet has ever seen given wow. on a screen. Wow. And that it, she should be considered for, uh, for an Oscar. And so... She was nominated this morning for Best Actress. That's amazing. And the campaign was entirely grassroots by her right. peers. Right. By the so, you know, my daughter Amy is an actor out there, and she hit me to this movie last week, and she said, uh, yes. "By the way, just look out for this film." And lo and behold, I didn't realize it was going to get a um, an Oscar nomination for uh, Best Actress. And as I understand, it's the story of an alcoholic. Who wins mm -hmm. a wins a uh, lottery and blows the lottery on money on drugs and booze and attempts to rehab and doesn't and it's a circular uh, story of attempting to stop drugs and alcohol and continuing on. I don't know how it ends, but um, I'm definitely going to see it with that kind of recommendation. If this performance is half of what. Uh, this isn't actually word of mouth. This is almost like word of social media that got this thing Entirely. nominated. Yeah, that's, that's yes, yes. That, you know that's something. That's something to note right there. We're going to do more with Blockbuster Blake Stubbs when we come back on seven twenty WGN. Seven twenty WGN. That's Austin Butler uh, as Elvis singing "Hound Dog" from the movie Elvis, and the movie Elvis and Austin Butler both nominated for an Oscar when the Academy announced the nominations today. 20 minutes after 8 o'clock, John Landecker at 720 WGN, going to late 30, uh, when we'll join up with Kevin Powell and uh, the pregame show for the Blackhawks, who are going to be taking on the Vancouver Canucks. But right now we're talking Oscar nominations with uh, blockbuster Blake Stubbs. We only got like nine and a half minutes, so <laughs> let me just run down these. I, I want to get to the, at least mention the... 
main attractions, for lack of a better term, Best Picture nominations, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin. Is it? Did I say that correctly? Correct. Yes, you did. Huh? Yes. Thank you. Uh, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fableman's Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking, which uh, some of which you may have heard of, uh, some maybe not. There are some nominations in there. Uh, are films that I've never heard of, uh, but we'll probably catch up on them before uh, the Oscars actually occur. Best Actor, as I said, Austin Butler, Elvis, Colin Farrell, uh, Banshees, Brendan Fraser, The Whale, uh, Paul Mescal, and a film called After Sun. You know, this is Bre- I'm going to stop for a second here. This Brendan Fraser, The Whale, yes. has received so much publicity over the past few months and as i understand it it's the story of a morbidly obese man who's trying to reconnect with his daughter and uh with his estranged teenage daughter and that brendan frazier's performance is fantastic i want to tell you i have absolutely no desire to see this film i will i will tell you that anyone who tells me that outright john like that movie um I did just see it this last week. I have still been thinking about it, particularly his performance and Hong Chow, uh, who's nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, the work that they did in the movie individually was just uh, astonishingly captivating. I mean, I wanted to know what they were going to do next every step yeah. of the way. Yeah. But that film, walking out of it, it was the kind that you walk out of and nobody says a word. Yeah. Like, it just, nobody says a word. They just go to their cars and they go home because there's some... I would think emotional reaction that, that a great deal of people will have uh, to seeing it. And, and it is not the type of movie that you just readily recommend to anybody to see. Um, although I do think it falls into the category of the type of film that people should see, especially if they only like to watch things in a particular comfort zone. Now, John, you're not like that, but I, I know that a lot of people like to only watch particular things. And right. there are certain films I think that fall into a category of you have to see them once. Um, the whale, I think, does fall into that category. And maybe that's just because it's really fresh with me. I did just see it last week, and I'm still thinking about parts of it that I was, like, just really captivated by in the way that certain things were executed. Um, but his performance is outstanding, and he has, you know, this is the 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 big um, comeback for him uh, yeah. because of everything that had gone on in his career uh, right. the last decade and a half. But um, this is this is an exceptional uh, piece of work that he's put in. And, and, I mean, he's been booking work like crazy since then. So, I mean, it's not the last time we're going to see him. But, yeah, he is currently, I would say, in, in what I would consider the top three in this, in this five-person category. Yeah. Uh, the last nominee being Bill Nye for Living. Um, right. But he, he's definitely in the top three and, and absolutely a frontrunner based on other wins that he's already had. So, uh, let's yeah. see. Best actress is Kate Blanchett for, I believe, the movie is called Tar. Uh, here's Tar, a, yes. Yeah. Uh, Andrea Riseborough to Leslie, what we were just talking about. Michelle Williams uh, playing Steven Spielberg's mother, for real. I mean, you know, for all <laughs> yeah. practical purposes in The Fablemans. And one that really amused me is Anna de Armas is nominated yeah. for Best best Actress in Blonde. Yesterday we were talking about the Razzies, which, mm-hmm. you know, are the worst movies of the year, according to yeah. them. According and that, to them. Yeah, and that... Add that movie, Blonde, 
was nominated for the worst film of the year. And today, the Academy Award nominates the lead actress uh, for uh, an Oscar. So you just never know. You just no, never not know. not at all. Uh, and, and in particular, while the film is incredibly divisive, and there's no other way to put it, it's one of the most divisive films of the year, um, of 2022, her performance, the work that she does as an actress in the movie, I thought was exceptional. So I, I can understand people wanting to argue, fight, and, and love or hate that film right. um, yeah. for a multitude of reasons, uh, and, and that's a completely different discussion than you know, judging or, or discussing in any way the right, quality of right. performance that she yeah. gave. And that, I believe, is why I'm, I'm completely in favor of her being nominated for this film. As I was watching it and having my own, you know, personal tussle with the film itself, all I could think of is this woman is a star. She understands it. She is an actress, and she is one who uh, has been impressive for years now. I mean, every step that her career has taken, she has made some some big strides in terms of, being an actress who came to the U.S. and didn't even speak English for her first role, to now predominantly you know playing Marilyn Monroe, yeah. and, or a version of Marilyn Monroe. I right. also qualify yeah. it that way, because it is not a biopic, and I think that that is one of the biggest misconceptions about the film, based on how it was kind of marketed, uh, even though she and the director were vehemently trying to persuade people that was not the case. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah that, her nomination here, I'm actually... Happy for for an actress that I've become a huge fan of in the last few years, um, uh, it, and and I think it's good for her. Yeah. In the in the uh, three and a half minutes we have left, uh, I want to touch on uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, which received eleven nominations, which I yeah. describe as a sci a sci fi. It's a wonderful life on acid, and um, <laughs> everybody I've said that to who's seen the movie goes, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. That's right on, yeah. Um, I think this movie is going to get a lot of um, acting awards. I just, yes. I just got a feeling Jamie Lee Curtis is nominated. Uh, she's a um, kid of, you know, she grew up in Hollywood and showbiz with her parents, and um, she puts in this really uh, unbelievably. Uh, different jamie lee curtis character i mean yes. you have a you have a picture of jamie lee curtis and then you see jamie lee curtis and everything everywhere all at once and you go what so um what do you think about that uh, i think this movie was one of the biggest standout movies of the year and i think it also goes without saying that but i wanted to say it anyway um it was a film that i did very much enjoy um particularly all of the actors that i got to see in it kihi kwan's return uh, yes. Being on screen was massive, yeah. especially because as a kid, he was one of my favorites in both Goonies and in Temple of Doom. And then, of course, we didn't really see him much after that. So um, that was big. Michelle Yeoh, if you don't know who Michelle Yeoh is, oh, you need to start watching movies made outside the United yeah. States because oh, she is a legend in, oh, she's in the movie in, business. In, she's incredible. Absolutely and incredible. So, she was absolutely the right pick for that part. They, they, they could not have made the movie without her, in my personal opinion. Uh, and lastly, uh, Stephanie Sue, who plays her daughter uh, in the film, uh, put in a, put an excellent, for me, debut performance. I was not familiar with her at all. 
And the work that she did in the movie really stood out. And I thought that, of course, the editing, um, the visual style of the film is something that really resonates. And if anything, I feel like the visual style is the one thing that would be divisive for some audience members. Some people who maybe, because I know a couple of people who didn't really love this movie, and, and really yeah. it was because of the visual style. And I thought, see, I'm, I'm on the other side of the coin. That's what sucked me in. All right, so it's a challenge. You, There's no question. I, and with 11 nominations, I think, based on all of the performances it's had so far at award shows, this movie is not going home empty-handed at all. Well, Blake, uh, we're out of time, so I want to thank you so much for being with us to talk about this year's nominations for the Oscars. Blockbuster Blake Stubbs. We'll see what happens when it rolls around on TV with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Always a pleasure. Go Hawks! <laughs> Good man!